Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1359, SmackDown episode uh, 1034, and 205 Live episode 133. I think I got that right. Yes, yes. Uh, These are broadcast on... Uh, June 10th and 11th, 2019. Um, I went to uh, uh, to the Bay Area, flew into San Francisco on um, Monday afternoon, uh, picked up my rental car, and headed on over to the SAP Center to see Monday Night Raw in person. And joining me there were a few old friends from the Blue Devils, we had uh, Ricky, uh, Russell, Marvin, and uh, a new friend in the group. Uh, well, new to me, anyway. Uh, one of Marvin's friends, uh, Tommy. And um, we had uh, upper-level seats, but it was still a whole lot of fun. They were um, somewhat similar seats that, uh, to what we had uh, for TLC back in December, uh, also at the SAP Center. Um, Russell being the only one who who is there at both along with me because um, uh, Rudy was not able to make it um, but hopefully next time there's uh, a show out there which I think is probably going to be in October uh, more people can make it again or uh, as many people as possible can make it it'll be a lot of fun because this was a lot of fun um now, I don't remember... I'm doing all this from memory while I drive. If you listen to the, the episode right before this, I was dealing with the, the prospect of driving into a storm, and I, uh, I'm proud to say that I successfully navigated um, on a path that uh, hit the storm as little as possible. And uh, it may have slowed me down a little bit, but I think it slowed me down less then if I continued at uh, the pace that I was going, like I'd drive for like a mile and then stop on the, the shoulder for for a bit until the the, the storm passed a, a little bit more, etc., etc. So I, I'm pretty happy uh, with how my path worked out. I, it seemed like I pretty much stayed like in a little pocket between two huge thunderstorms. And, uh, yeah, it worked out pretty well. But, um, anyway, uh, being there at uh, Monday Night Raw, uh, it was a little bit disappointing that Brock Lesnar wasn't there uh, because he had shown up so many times. Uh, He's he's shown up every week until this week uh, on Monday Night Raw. So, uh, yeah, all the way up until the last moment, uh, we were all thinking, oh, is he going to come out? Is he going to cash in? Did he get that championship off of Seth? Because we had Seth Rollins versus uh, Kevin Owens, I think. Was that was that what the match was? I think it was that. I, I, I came. I know the special referee. Was it or was it? I can't remember who it was. It had to have been Kevin Owens, right? 
Uh, we had a special outside referee, Sami Zayn. That was a pretty fun thing, him coming out just dancing ridiculously. I am slightly disappointed that he just had a regular referee shirt. I thought maybe there's a chance that he would have a checkered black and white shirt instead of the striped black and white shirts to uh, go with this, the, the whole ska thing. Um, other than that match, pretty much the entire night was, uh, there was a lot of wrestling matches. I felt like it was a very good amount. I was pretty happy with the number of matches that there were. Um, but they are all, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, but they are all tag team matches other than the main event. Um, including a match, uh, where Becky Lynch teamed with, um, with Bailey, special guest appearing in her hometown, uh, against Alexa Bliss and Lacey Evans. So there's champions versus contenders. Uh, Nikki Cross was at ringside and, uh, Bailey ended up getting pinned by Lacey Evans, which is a, is a bit of a bummer. Bailey being uh, here in her hometown again. I believe she always loses in her hometown. That's that's no good. But um, I was pretty okay with it because it was uh, it was opponents from the different matches involved in that finish. Uh, I would have been equally as happy seeing um, uh, Alexa. Uh, maybe I wouldn't have been. I think that was the best scenario, I think, because a lot more people have been upset to see either Alexa Bliss pin Becky or Becky pin Alexa Bliss. Um, so, yeah, I, I was all right with that. Um, we did have this whole thing with an elimination handicap match, Lars Sullivan versus Lucha House Party, and he just destroyed all three of them, one after another after another. I'd say that technically is still a tag team match because they could have tagged in and out if they hadn't just gotten destroyed uh, so quickly. So is Lars Sullivan on Raw now? Because he didn't show up on SmackDown the next night. Um, and I don't think, I don't know if they mentioned it being wildcard. I don't know. It, everything is just all jumbled right now. And yeah. We also had... What did we have? What did we have? What did we have? Um, oh, we had a triple threat match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, so Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, the defending champions, took on the Revival and the Usos. And the Revival got the win, and they are uh, the new Raw Tag Team Champions. And this match was pretty, pretty great. Lots of great stuff in this match. And I recommend it. I, I'd say it's my favorite match of uh, of Raw and SmackDown. Uh, nothing comes close to the awesomeness of 205 Live this week, though. Um, oh, yes. I'm also talking about 205 Live episode. Yeah, I did say I was going to. It was 133. But um, we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, I can't, there's, there's some other good stuff. We had a new episode of Firefly Funhouse. It was pretty interesting, uh, with the, uh, rambling rabbit getting smushed and made into, uh, a nutritious paste of 
of some kind, pers- uh, a, a meat jam, if you will. But um, yeah, is, is is Bray gonna debut soon? Is he gonna be in the ring soon? I don't know. I'm I'm excited to f- find out to see when that does happen. Maybe next week. Maybe in two weeks. Maybe in seven weeks. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of other stuff that happened on Raw that I that's that's really notable. Oh, uh, we had the dark match. Oh, main event. Let, let me talk about main event real quick. This week on main events, we had the Viking Raiders versus um, tag team of Titus O'Neil and Noe Jose. Uh, the War Raiders. Viking Raiders, sorry, uh, won that match, and then we had Natalia versus Sarah Logan, but Natalia won that match. It's, it's such a bummer that the Viking Raiders, they're brought up to Raw, they're not really used at all, and they have to, uh, oh, excuse me, must be some weird Texas air uh, allergens coming at me. Um, They come up to Raw, and they make me sneeze. Um, uh, They they, they have to... They vacate their championships. Their NXT championships. And it's not like... It's for a great reason. It's not like they went and won championships on the main roster, and they're like, oh, now I have to vacate these because we have these other ones or something like that. It's just that, oh, we can't be on NXT anymore, so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it, that just makes makes me sad that they're not... That, I mean, they could they could have been in the triple threat, and they could have won... They would have won that triple threat. They could have made it a, a fatal four-way tag team championship match, and that would have been really cool. But, no, they were on main event. Uh, the 24-7 championship stuff, they were all, uh, stuck. <laughs> R-Truth and a bunch of other people, including Carmella, got s- trapped on an elevator, like, the entire episode, and I thought that was really funny, except that I, in, being there in person, the sound quality, they had, like, the, the room tone, and for me, that made it really hard to understand what they're actually saying in the arena setting. So, um, there are probably a lot of jokes that I missed, but just that the idea of them being tracked in an elevator without a referee with a 24 seven champion, uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, uh, there's other stuff that happens, but, um, I can't remember any of it. So I'm going to talk, uh, move on to SmackDown live. We opened up with a whole thing with about Raw with another episode of Ms. TV. Oh, that's right. There was an episode of Ms. TV on Monday night. I forget who his guest was because honestly, I went, uh, Ricky and I both went, uh, to the, to the merch stand. The line was very short. We were like third people, third and fourth person in line, um, to try and get some shirts and we succeeded in getting those shirts. Um, I got the uh, special uh, hometown hometown champ Bailey shirt. Um, it's it pretty. It's a pretty good shirt. I like it. 
Um, I don't have enough turquoise. It's uh, San Jose Sharks colors. So that was pretty cool to, uh, that I was able to get that. Um, so yeah, that, I, I went and got that during the Miz TV segment on Monday night. But we open up on, on Tuesday night with the Miz TV with a, a guest, Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon. And Miz was very un- unenthusiastically reading from a script to introduce them. <laughs> oh yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. He, he first called him Breast in the World. And they called him Pest of the World. Pest of the World. Um, I, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. It, it kind of dumped, but I, I enjoyed it. Uh, we ended up with uh, Shane offering the Miz a chance to uh, fight him if he first defeats Eli- Elias also came out um, if he defeats Elias and then Drew McIntyre then he can have a match against him and the Miz takes up that offer he, he does uh, defeat Elias at the skull crushing finale but uh, he's not quite able to defeat Drew McIntyre say with a claymore and uh, is pinned, but Shane says, "Ah, oh, I'll give you a match anyway," because he thinks that it's a it's a shoe. He's, he can just beat down the already nearly dead Miz. Uh, but the Miz does fight back. But Drew, I believe, got involved again and uh, was able to secure Shane a victory. And uh, he holds him up on his shoulder. <laughs> it's so ridiculous that they're holding that Drew McIntyre holds. Shane McMahon up on his shoulders. Shane McMahon is not a small guy. It's not like a 205 live guy. It's not like Leo Rush riding on the shoulders of Bobby Lashley or something like that. It's a it's a guy who's like barely smaller. He's maybe like 20 pounds lighter. I, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if Shane McMahon is actually heavier than Drew McIntyre. I kind of want to look that up, but I'm driving, so I shouldn't do that. Why is this guy going so slow in front of me. I do not understand that at all. So I'm going to go around him and say sayonara, buddy boy. Yeah, he's not a police officer. That's good. It's safe to, to zip around. Um, so yeah, that was the opening of SmackDown. <laughs> Why did I, I spend so much time talking about it? I didn't even want to talk about that, really. Um, the highlight of this, well, uh, we had R-Truth get locked into a gig box backstage. Uh, and Charlotte, or not Charlotte, Carmella has to give up. You know what? I just realized Charlotte did not appear at all this week, I don't think. Did she? Maybe she did. I, I don't remember her showing up at all this week. Huh. Huh. We did have an appearance by Ember Moon. She uh, she yelled really loud like Nia did, had been for a while. When uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville were real jerks and knocked her Nintendo Switch out of her hands. Just right onto the concrete. That's super rude. Hopefully it was actually like a uh, uh, an out of out of order switch that I got on eBay for like forty bucks or something. But anyway, um, 
shoot, what was I, what was I talking about? Oh, um, we had the, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Daniel Bryan and Rowan, uh, come out to uh, have a title unification match against the Yolo County Tag Team Champions. And this is one of my favorite moments on commentary of the entire week so far. Of course, they may have said really funny stuff on Monday, I, I, but I, was, I wasn't watching on TV, so I don't know what commentary said throughout the night. But, um, oh yeah, there was a backstage thing where I, I thought, I thought that Alexa Bliss called Bailey a, ho- uh, a, a hometown hooker. And I think a lot of the audience also thought that, um, but she said hugger. And that makes a lot more sense. But anyway, um, my favorite moments of the week, because 205 Live was also really, really funny talking about things like, oh, uh, being more cultured than uh, than probiotic yogurt, things like that. <laughs> but anyway, this really great moment on commentary on Sackdown, um... I think it was, oh, who, what was, I, it was either Corey, I think it was Corey, he says, uh, these two, the, the Yolo County Tag Team Champions, about them, Corey says, these guys look like they look forward to brunch, or something like that, and then, uh, Heavy Machinery comes out, and, Oh, who said what? It, I forget who actually said this because it does seem... <laughs> maybe Byron said the first thing and then Corey said the second. Okay, about heavy machinery, somebody else says, these guys look forward to every meal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was so perfect. I loved it. And I don't even remember who said what. It doesn't even really matter who said what. And like, it, whoever said it, whoever said both of those things, said so perfectly, and <laughs> it was so good, so good. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, anyway, so we end up with in, instead of the unification match, we have Heavy Machinery versus the Yellow County Tag Team Champions, and Heavy Machinery wins that match, but the, the the compactor is one of the best tag team moves, uh, finishers, for sure, and it's absolutely perfect for the people who are doing it, it wouldn't really work at all with any other tag team, yeah, I don't, yeah, it wouldn't work with any other tag, it's absolutely perfect for them, and it's an awesome, awesome tag team finishing move. Uh, just the way that Tucker bounces off the back of Otis and then goes off of that bounce into a splash as Otis rolls out of the way, it's, it is, it's poetry. It's, it's physical poetry with two gigantic guys. And it's awesome. Um, so I, I, I guess they're, they are now the Yolo County tag team champions. It is the actual name of the county that Sacramento is in. Because I kept seeing YOLO the last time that I was there. And I was like, what? why is YOLO everywhere? And it was like, oh, that's the actual name 
of this county. It is not that mean. It is not named after that. Uh, the more, very recent. You only live once. Uh, abbreviation. It is uh, something else. I assume maybe like a, a like a native language, a word in the native language. There, I don't, I don't know. I haven't done the research, and I can look it up because I am, I'm still driving. Um, we had a singles match between Nikki Cross and Sonia Deville. And I think Sonia Deville won that match with a little bit of help from Mandy. So that was, um, that was a bit, that was a bit annoying. Um, but, uh, we we're, we're getting a more development of Alexa really trying to manipulate, uh, Nikki Cross like telling her how uh, Bailey was saying stuff behind her back, or like that Bailey liked a tweet that was critical of of Nikki Cross, things like that. Um, so yeah, yeah, we'll see how how all of that goes. Um, no, I am I am so so dumb. It wasn't that wasn't the match. It was. What was the match? Was it Nikki Cross versus Bailey? It had to be Nikki Cross versus ba- Bailey. What? Yeah. Was it? I think so. Yeah. The match that I was thinking of was uh, Mandy and Sonia versus. Um, or sorry, it was uh, Sonia versus Carmella. That's right. And that match happened, uh, it, it took Carmelo away from helping our truth By the time he, she got back there to try to get him out of the, the box, it had already been loaded up onto a truck. It was actually on a forklift, about to be loaded onto a truck, and he's still stuck in there, and we'll see him. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how, that's how I'll keep the championship all week, is that he's stuck inside of a box. He's going to be starving, famished, he's going to need some water. And uh, it's probably not going to smell very good in there. Um, we'll see how that turns out uh, next Monday, if it, it does to actually take him that long to get out of there. Uh, but it was really funny uh, that Ginger was pretending to be uh, Carmelo. was just, that's a really high voice! Something like that. Like, truth, truth, are you in there? Uh <laughs> Ginger is, is a funny guy. Uh, uh, he, he's growing on me. He's growing back on me. A little bit. Just a little bit. Um, uh, our main events, we had Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens versus The New Day. Biggie is back. He's back in action. And uh, The New Day won that match. A lot of hype up towards st- uh, Stomping Grounds. And uh, Dolph say how he, he, he had the champion stolen from him because he got kicked in the face, like Saver Woods, but and, and all that kind of stuff. And that if if it was the opposite way around, that everybody would be calling for justice. That uh, that uh, Dolph Ziggler stole the championship by doing this exact same thing Saver Woods did to help Kofi retain the championship. 
So it all made a lot of sense. It made a lot of sense. sounds well, it sounds fine I think um, so that brings us to I'm sure I'm forgetting all kinds of stuff but that brings us to 205 live first of all we had Jack Gallagher versus Chad Gable and this match was fantastic um, all kinds of really great technical stuff really fun technical stuff and it's absolutely worth watching. Um, a little bit of a goofy ending with uh, ending in a count out with Jack Gallagher just barely missing getting back entirely in the ring to, at the count of 10. Um, but everything up until that point was really great, really great, and it's absolutely worth checking out. And then we had, well, Mike Canellis and Maria Canellis were pretty mad that Chad Gable is on the show while Mike Canellis continues to be overlooked for opportunities despite his general just sucking at everything but um we then had a tag team match the Singh Brothers versus Dos Locales <laughs> a couple of masked luchadors local masked luchadors um and uh, Singh Brothers won this match but I really enjoyed the commentary during the <laughs> Corey kept getting no not Corey sorry uh, Aiden kept getting really annoyed like that they kept asking who uh, which luchador it was what his name was or I'm getting mixed up again it might have been Nigel that was getting annoyed with that he's, he's like he's, he's the one in the mask they're both in masks that was a good joke um and then there's the whole thing for some reason he's talking about um yeah I think it was Aiden that was like really into these guys and he was talking about how he was being he was, he was more cultured than uh than probiotic yogurt um and then that brings us to the main event freaking awesome uh, uh, a fatal four-way between Umberto Carrillo, uh, Akira Tozawa, Drew Gulak, and um, and Oni Lorcan. How can I forget Oni Lorcan? Oni rules. Um, oh wait, yeah. There's so much awesome stuff in this match. All kinds of high-flying stuff. Um, some great, like, just rapid back-and-forth uh, chains of, of events. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Just go watch it. I can't really describe any of the really awesome stuff. Especially because I didn't take notes and I'm driving and I'm like, I'm very tired now. I've been driving like 11 hours now. Something like that. And I still have a ways to go. I think I still have like four hours left to driving at least. Um, no, more than like five hours left to driving. Anyway, um, we had the finish. Uh, I think Drew Gulak hit uh, a suplex on Akira Tozawa off the ropes. It wasn't a superplex, I don't think it was, but it was, was kind of similar to that. They both end up on their backs. They both think that they're pinning the other person. The referee hits a three count. That's why none of, neither of them kicked out because they thought they were the one 
It's all, I think it makes a whole lot of sense why neither of them kicked out. Because, yeah, if they both thought that they were the ones pinning the other one, why would you kick out when you're the one pinning the other person, right? Anyway, uh, we get the three count. The, the match ends, and uh, another referee comes out, and there's a big, big conflict about which... About who? About who is? Uh, who is the? Uh, who's the winner? Drake Maverick comes out there, and uh, there's there's no winner declared. Um, but the chant, the crowd was chanting "Rock Paper Scissors." That was pretty funny. <laughs> That's a good, <laughs> good job. Good job, guys. That was that was actually a good one. I like that. Um, so yeah, another another kind of wacky finish, but it was a fantastic match, and uh, we'll see what it's it's gonna it's got to be a triple threat, right? It's got to be a triple threat at Stomping Grounds. That's the that's the easiest way to solve it, I think. Um, so I hope I hope that's what they do. Um, I feel like I'm missing something else. So there's a lot more stuff with referees. And I feel like maybe that's uh, in response to people liking uh, the referees in AEW, thinking that that uh, 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 seeing that they come across more as having more um, character, more personality, and stuff like that. Uh, John Cone is the most prevalent of a, uh, as far as this goes in the last couple of weeks. But um, I feel like uh, that that also shown through. Like the referees, actually, like having a presence and what they're uh, what they're doing, like actually matters, and that, that, that there's conflict there. Um, I like that the that we're seeing more of that. Um, here's another thing. Two hundred five live this week was so freaking awesome, and like they're the big appeal of stuff outside of WWE being, uh, getting so much more exposure and all that. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing at all. It is not a bad thing at all, but I I feel like a lot of the time the criticism of WWE comes from people who only watch Raw and SmackDown or don't even watch Raw and SmackDown. They just hear about how it was bad or whatever and they just glam on to that, uh, that opinion, and, like, that's one of my least favorite comments to read, is, like, Raw and SmackDown are so bad, I haven't watched in, in, like, two years, like, how do you, how do you know it's bad then, just, you're taking other people, other people are saying it's bad, how do they, are, are they just like you? They're just saying it's bad because they're repeating what they've heard, that kind of thing. Um, I'm not saying everybody who says that, that Raw and SmackDown are bad right now are just parroting, uh, parroting opinions without having actually watched it themselves. I'm not saying that. It, it just seems like a few people that is the case. Especially when they say, I haven't watched it in two years, that kind of thing. But anyway, I feel like the people who are saying that WWE, all the shows are bad, all that, they're not, 
they're only watching Raw and SmackDown. And if you don't like Raw and SmackDown, like, go go check out the... There are alternatives outside of WWE, but there are also alternatives in WWE on the WWE Network, if you already have it. Like, check out 205 Live. It's freaking awesome. Uh, Check out NXT. It's pretty great. Check out NXT UK. It's awesome. It's getting better and better every single week. And we're going to have another NXT ta- NXT UK takeover. That's, uh, I, I think it's going to be amazing. Um, then you have all the, the, the extra, extra stuff that's on there. You have the, the combine, the performance center combine that's on there. You have the NXT takeovers, the regular NXT takeovers. They're all so good. But the people talking about how the WWE is getting worse and worse, they're only focusing on Raw and SmackDown, and they're not checking out, giving, even giving a shot to these other shows, which are absolutely worth watching. Um, especially if you are frustrated with it. Uh, it's, it's, we're still months away from having the weekly AEW show. And until then, and hopefully still after then, I hope people go check out 205 Live, NXT, NXT UK. Like, just those three shows, just one, one week. This is my challenge to everyone out there. One week, don't watch Raw, don't watch SmackDown, just watch 205 Live, NXT, and NXT UK, and I think I, th- I think you'll uh, you'll find quite a bit of enjoyment. Of that you'll you'll uh, find a lot more to be excited about than you would uh, watching uh, Raw or SmackDown. If you're currently uh, frustrated with Raw and SmackDown, that is. But even if you are enjoying Raw and SmackDown, check out those other shows anyway, because they're even better than Raw and SmackDown. You're, you're also going to really enjoy those. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on watching the other WWE shows. There, you already have an alternative right there in the same package with with the with the network and you have all the alternatives outside of WWE as well so like they're try all of it try all of it WWE isn't just Raw and Smackdown it isn't just Raw and Smackdown there's other stuff in WWE that I think deserves uh, deserves a shot deserves a chance so anyway, oh yeah, I'm gonna show about that about that now. Um, let me know what you thought about this week's shows. Um, I, I will do another uh, a part two for this week about NXT and NXT UK. I wanted to talk about these, especially those <laughs> locales, um, before I forgot about them because uh, I, I I might forget about a lot of things happened during this drive. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll do another episode real soon about this week's NXT and NXT UK. Looks like there's a lot of great stuff to talk about. Um, 
a couple of double duty uh, folks from uh, 205 Live. We got um, Oni Lorcan uh, there with his partner Danny Birch fighting Undisputed Era in the form of Kyle O'Reilly and uh, and Roderick Strong. Uh, last time I, I, I what didn't re- remember if Bobby Fish was going to be in there because it seemed like his arm was hurt um, after the t- after Takeover 25. Um, and then we also have a that's going to be a fantastic a submission match between Drew Gulak and uh, Kushida. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Now that's interesting. That you know what? That's kind of interesting. Gulak and, and Tozawa and Gulak and Kushida. It's, uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of cool that we have like the parallel events happening there a little bit. But um, yeah, let me know what you thought about uh, Raw, SmackDown, and Two Hundred Five Live this week by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. And I'll be back real soon. Uh, Stay safe out there in all of the infinite multiverses. I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye!